What up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Safari Steve, and um, I hope this episode doesn't come off as like fear mongering or anything. Of this. It, what, what I'm trying to get at is this is a war a warning, and the readiness to be prepared to face what is coming. Um, what kind of started this off a little bit is there was two books I read because I was trying to find ways to save money and trying to, what are tax, tax-free income? And when I read these books, I think they were by two different authors and were one of the same. Um, I think not Six Habits of Growth. It was, oh, I have it right here. Give me one second. So, well, Tax-Free Income of for Life by David McKnight. Oh, and The Power of Zero. Okay, it was David McKnight. And, oh, here's the other person. Um, Ed Slot. Um, anyways, not the point. I read the book, and what McKnight was talking about was there was an economic freight train that was coming... And that economic freight train was another, had to do with the New Deal of back in the 1920s, 1930s. And that's coming to a close. And with that being said, I mean, we've gone through recessions before, but we're, we're going to be having another one. It's coming. My generation can't even buy a damn house unless you bought it in 2019 or 2018. That was like the high, best punt, best time to buy a house. Food is going up. Our, go our, our government, our president, our administration's being retarded. And not really doing a good job distributing how money should go. The way I didn't vote for it. I didn't even get a vote, I don't think, of inflating the currency, implementing a new currency that is now patented, patented for um, digi government digital currency. So what I'm looking at, my speculation is they're trying to crash the American dollar and implement new type of currency. That is centralized. That's just one key factor. The other thing is, with that, with that, um, what I've seen in the construction field, and maybe this is just speculative, but job shortages, running out of job sites for the in the construction field. That's a concern. Um, a lot of layoffs happening. I mean, that's normal. Seems normal. Layoffs are always a thing. People still need an economy to flow with each other. We're all intermingled in a big giant spider web. We're all connected. And the problem, and that it's a it's a blessing and it's a curse, of all being connected in, um, in that web. Because when one part of that web falls, we can compensate and fill in the gaps for it. But if we're all interconnected, like we have a power, like we'll say for instance the enemy or something fails with our crops food food supply if we're all dependent on on 
external food supply and not internal, and that gets shut off, we die or we suffer really poor, badly. Same with the oil. If we're dependent on oil from other countries instead of our own, you know, we're screwed on that. But that's not entirely the case. It's both, where we rely on both our own country and other countries. Um, because I was, I'm sure some of us weren't alive for this, but I think it was back in the 70s when oil prices skyrocketed. It's like $7 or way more than the people are willing to pay for. The lines were always backed up. Were not always, they were just backed up heavily, severely. And that could happen again. What I'm saying is, I think a lot of us, I mean, particularly maybe our gen, my generation, hasn't had the back of our heads smacked yet. We are too stagnant. We're we're very comfortable in our lives where we haven't had something severe. I mean, when we were kids, probably, and before we were kids, we had nine eleven. But we were kids. We didn't we didn't understand. Not just entire. Not entirely. It didn't directly affect us. Unless you were the people of New York and people who suffered on or who died on the planes and you were the family on the other end. People can make comments and attacks all they want, like make those 9-11 jokes. But you know what's sad is when you're the person on the other end that has um, suffered the pain of that loss. He's same with the people... Uh, talking about the conspiracies of Maui. And I'm not gawking at the people talking about conspiracies of Maui, but when I'm going back to the financial thing that our government had, they gave just Maui $500 type of thing, and who, you know, all the people in Maui, when we keep sending money all the way to Israel and um, Ukraine, and then we just, how much money have we poured to these countries? Are we just doing a front? We can't even take care of our own country and our own people. Five hundred dollars—that doesn't get you far. That barely takes care of one pair of groceries if you're gonna—if you have kids, or one run to the grocery store. Where was all the charities and humanitarian fronts for uh, for Maui? There are there some existed, but we just forgot about Maui. Now imagine that Maui thing happening to your city, to your state. Is the government just going to give you $500? No, they're going to give more money to international people that are coming here illegally with an open border. Congratulations, now you have to compensate for higher utilities, for water, electricity, for more food. We have to pay the higher... The people who are the citizens have to pay more taxes on that. The open border thing? Yeah, have fun with that. We already have an invasion coming in. You know how many sleeper cells are probably already in the U.S. from not just like ISIS groups, but a terrorist groups from cartel distributing the fentanyl and or you know the war on drugs type of thing. Yeah, you could stop it, but look at that. You have you have already groups that are already distributing and killing people off with the fentanyl thing. That's just another factor. This what what we're experiencing is fucked. But what I'm trying to get at this is like this little first section of ranting. 
what I'm trying to tell you is planning for the future. And I'm going to read you a list here. There's a few lists here that you should prep for at home, like the 72-hour kit. This is a, this is a good one. And um, here, I'm going to read you this whole list here. This was put together by a relative of mine and her organization. They're really good people. They're really good on humanitarian things and taking care of one another. Um, I have a respect for some the Methodist group, uh, Methodist Church uh, here in Utah. Um, great people. A little different in their churches. Like every church is different. But, anyways, without without further ado, let's let's do with um, step one. I'm going to read you this list here. So. Taking the steps now to prepare will greatly help you and your family survive, cope, and recover from disasters, both large and small. Step one, make a plan. Having a plan before a disaster strikes can really make a difference in how you are affected and how quickly you can recover. Plans should be addressed for communications, evacuations, special needs, and recovery. Communications. List of family contacts, information, identify in-state and out-of-state contacts that you can rely upon to information too. Identify communication channel for after the disaster. Um, and then there's a, there's a website here that says Family Emergency Plan at www.bereadyutah.gov. And I'll say that again. Be ready utah.gov next part is evacuations identify a primary and secondary evacuation route identify locations of shelter of other lodgings that can be used during an evacuation and order um, order know where your disaster kits are important family documents are located and evacuated with them uh, so with the that whole step one there, um, let's let's give a little example here. What if all your phones got shut down? Somebody took out the Wi-Fi towers. Somebody took out the power station. Because these are key, uh, key. These are key points that will dis disable a town, like uh, at the USANA. I'll give you an example. I went to the Five Finger Death Punch concert, and I think that was with Corn and Evan Evanescence. Freaking great concert, by the way. No, that wasn't according to Evanescence. There, I think the Hue, the Hue were there. Amazing band, by the way. Um, anyways, I apparently that was Five Finger Death Punch's, you know, one of the last concerts because he was the the main sing lead singer was retiring. But some douchebag, some drunk dumbass, rammed into the transformer or power station, took out the whole concert. That was it. I didn't get to enjoy him. Oh, that's it. It was the Hue, Megadeth, and Five Finger Death Punch. Sorry. Um, by the way, USANA, if you're listening to this, fix your f damn speakers. Because every time I go, they either sound like shit, or I can't even hear my bands that I enjoy. Didn't get you to enjoy the Hue because your speakers were screwed up. Didn't get to enjoy Megadeth and hear their, his speech because your speakers were screwed up. Or your programming. It sucks. So I'm glad you're getting bought out. Hopefully they can fix your problems. <sighs> Anyways, power station. Power station was taken out. 
and people are disabled out without power. So if you're running an electric stove, you're running your um, toaster, your air fryer, your microwave, your um, anything, you should probably have some butane in the house. Some I'll go over this list here, but I'm what I'm trying to say is the power is out. What are you going to do about it? Have some candles, have some flashlights, so you can actually see at night. But these things are legit. They happen. Now, if somebody dropped an EMP and took out everything, we are reliant so much on technology. And if anyone with an electric car, have fun and negative anything under uh, one degree. Because apparently, those electric vehicles don't really do too well under negative 15 degrees. And the cars alone already have issues when it's hitting, like, in the teens. So, you know. And then when your battery goes out, that's $8,000 later. Anyways, that's my opinion on electric vehicles. Okay. Next section here. Special needs. Uh, if you have young younger children, plan for their unique food needs, including a formula, care items, and a disaster kit. That includes one week worth of your medica uh, medications. If you have pets, don't forget to plan for them. Have supplies for them. Food, water, and no shelter locations that are pet-friendly. Um, recovery. Know how to contact insurers and start, to cl start the claim process. And start an emergency fund. Um, my, my thoughts on the emergency fund is always plan for the future. Always have cash. Because if electrical fails, your cell phone fails, your credit card no longer works, or somebody just committed fraud, fraud during the disaster and you have to shut down your card, what do you have to rely upon? Cash. Carry cash. Because, well, it also is valuable. Whether, I mean, face value, most, most of the bills you have are face value, but... If you start going collecting now, you can actually have some things that always retain its value in some form of way. Um, step two, build a kit. These kits should contain basic supplies sustained, that will sustain you to 72 to six, 96 hours following a disaster. Important things to include is food, non-perishable foods that'll, that are, that'll last you three to four days worth, water, one gallon of water per day, or per person per day, minimum four to five gallons per person. First aid kit. Most basic aid kits are a great place to start and add a unique thing that pertains to you, prescriptions, medications. Um, the other uh, uh, items to consider is a battery or crank radio, flashlight or extra batteries, dust mask, filter and contaminated air, Plastic sheets and duct tape sheltering in place. Wrench or pliers to turn uh, to turn off utilities. Uh, moist, uh, why is it moist? Towelettes, garbage bags, plastic ties for personal sanitation. Local maps, can openers for food. Uh, ooh, hey, look at that. Um, step three: be informed. Um, know and understand the hazards and risks that you face at home and school. 
There can be big natural disasters as simple as gas leaks. While disasters can be very difficult, these basic preparations can pretty much give you a step in the right place. Learn how to protect yourself. Learn how to uh, get hazard information from your community. Uh, follow direct directions of the local authorities before, before and during the disaster. Um, let me read you the 72-hour kit, because that's where the good shit is, right? Um, notes. Update your kit every six months. Put a note on your calendar to make sure that all food, water, and medication are fresh, non-expired. Clothing still fits you. Personal documents, credit cards are up to date. Batteries are charged. You can also include any items that you feel necessary for your family survival, which is, you know, if you have allergies and whatnot. Miscellaneous stuff is rolling backpacks and other packs that could be carried. Backpacks for kids. Um, now let's get to the food and water. We already said some of it, but... Three day, three day supply of food and water per person when no for refrigeration cooking is available. Freeze dried and ready to eat meals for for each family member. Enough for seventy two hours, but be preferably for five days. Plan for a week. Just buy a good bunch of granola bars. And beef jerky. Beef jerky is freaking awesome, by the way. Uh, bottle of water enough to last seventy two hours, obviously. And I already said one per gallon per day. Peanut butter is a protein. Uh, so with peanut butter being said, when I was in business class, I had a teacher, uh, Mr. Willardson. Shout out to Mr. Willardson. Uh, anyways, he uh, he gave a he gave a lesson about um, if you're stranded in the canyon in the winter and uh, if you were going to bring one food to uh, survive on. And we had a guess between a Snickers bar, um, peanut butter. I forgot the other two things. There, there were like other things that weren't consumable. But pretty much peanut butter was the way to go, because peanut butter can retain the calories, and they have it has a lot of calories. Um, it's a great protein source. Stick your finger in the bar, uh, in the tub of peanut butter, eat it, or, or get a spoon. Do like the cookie monster thing where you light it on fire. We'll try to light it. Anyways, peanut butter's great. Raisins. Not everybody likes raisins. But oh, in high school they had these raisins that were orange flavored or lemon flavored. Oh, they were delicious. I tried to ask for a few and I just kinda ate them in class here and there. But raisins apparently is good. Fruit leather. Um granola bars, protein bars. Trail mix, dried fruit, uh, crackers, cereals for muncher, munching. I'd say if, if you do cereals, I mean, there's not a lot of healthy cereals out there. There's really not. Like, I can't, like, all of, there's a lot of, it's hard to decipher what is healthy and what is not healthy for you, but I know that whatever they're putting in the cereals for the lot, I mean, if you have, like, diabetes and have issues with glucose and whatnot, uh, cereals might not be the best thing, but... I like the, what is it, the bran flakes? I like the bran flakes or like the shredded wheat without the sugar. I mean, you could probably get the sugar. It'll last you. Um, those stuff have a lot of vitamins in it at least, so at least you're getting some nutritional value out of it, even though it's like passively, aggressively killing you. I don't know. 
There's so much sugar in our crap. It's ridiculous. Um, but that stuff, if you're trying to lay off the sh- or reduce the sugar intake, but get your new uh, vitamins, go with uh, those things. Canned tuna, meats, beans, um, canned juices, pineapple juice will probably help, and peaches. Ooh, Kool-Aid for adding filter to filtered water helps it makes it taste better. So if like you live in Magna or you live in Harriman for some reason, some of the water tastes nasty. So, you know, always flavoring. Go for the flavoring that might um as nutritional value like like lemon uh uh like lemon stuff that has electrolytes in it or more than the others. Um, bedding and clothing. Complete and change change of clothes for each family member. Shorts and long sleeves, shirts, pants, socks, change of underwear, jackets. So, I wear the same pants the whole week for work, and I wear the same shirts the whole week for work. Those things you can live with. Change of underwear is another thing. Change, you bring extra pairs of underwear. Um... And socks, too. Sometimes, like, in the summer, it just gets nasty and sweaty. And But for sure, like, yeah, that's what I'm just saying. You could live with the same clothing for, like, more than ten days. The, the soldiers did it through every single war. They eventually switched them out. You could switch it out eventually. Ponchos. <laughs> ponchos are awesome. Rain ponchos. Um, took it when I was going backpacking. Um, or if not a poncho, get one of those uh, rain um, rain breakers. I forgot what they're pr- called. Pretty much the jackets that rain doesn't pass through with. Um, emergency sleeping bags. Um, fleece sleeping bags to go inside an emergency. Sleeping bags to keep you from sweating. Uh, to keep from sweating. Worst thing about camping is the um, when you wake up to really cold feet. I can't tell if that's just sweating or just, I don't know, just sucks. Um, there's the other thing here. Fuels, lights, and warmth. Waterproof matches, lighters, light sticks. Honestly, go with the light sticks. Freaking light sticks are amazing when you're trying to light candles. Try to do it with a lighter, you burn your thumb every time. At least I do. Hand and feet warmers, feet they are freaking amazing when you're in construction. If you're working in a freaking tilt up and honestly feels like the ice catacombs, um, they are a lifesaver, especially when the bill it's 30 degrees outside or 20 degrees outside. And it's about 10 on the inside or less. Um, no battery flashlights. Um, regular flashlights and batteries make sure to charge these out periodically flint and steel um you could get a lot of these things if you go to army navy store i love the army navy store the one on uh what is it 48th and redwood good place to go to for a lot of that stuff but if you live in utah valley there's uh i think it's gunny not gunnies um it's in the same strip it's in like orem uh, I forgot what's called. Looks like a, one of those military um, barracks, those cylinder-looking things. I think it's on the west side of the road when you're going on Main Street or State Street. Um, 
yeah. Where was I? Equipments. Water purifying filtration system. Water purifying is a good thing. Coffee filters to help filter water. That's an alternative. Sharpies, pens, marker, and paper. Can openers. Can openers. Man, get get a get like two. Don't get them from the dollar store though. They seem well, I guess you could get them from the dollar store. They still will operate. They're just I've had mine break. That's all. Uh next page here. Uh utensils. Yeah, so at the Army Navy store, or I think you get them at Smith and Edwards. I think you can even get it at Walmart and Sportsman's and whatnot, but they have a utensil that's both knife, fork, and spoon all in one. Those things are great. Um, plates and cups for each family member. Mess kits. Don't get the aluminum ones. I think aluminum is just toxic. It is toxic. What am I talking about? And you can't put it in, like, if, if it off-gasses with fire. It's just not a good idea. Um, I don't know. You tell me. You you probably have better... I would look up maybe some YouTube videos on it. But for me, I'd, uh, I like plastic containers, which that's hypocritical because plastic is probably just as bad if you apply heat to it. But whatever. That's to each his own. Um, plates, cups for each family member. I like ther the thermoses. Thermoses are great, um, especially for water. Um, okay, shovel. You can get one of those little breakdown shovels you have to get on your knees when you're shoveling but they still do the job uh, a radio with batteries pocket knife doesn't even have to be an expensive pocket knife just get just like cheap pocket knives you can get them for like Walmart from like for like two dollars I think you get them at Smith and Edwards too or you can get them at uh, Sportsman's Cabela's all those hunting places probably even get them at Target I've never seen any at Target, now I come to think of it. Um, duct tape. Duct tape solves all my problems, including your car for some reason. Cooking fuel and cooking kit. Butane stoves. Uh, those are like roughly $20. Um, you could even get them at like Asian City and Chinatown. They sell a lot of butane, uh, butane and cooking stoves there. Uh, rope. Rope is amazing. Rope. Um, even with that twine stuff, the plastic stuff, you could light on fire. They make bracelets out of them. Um, don't know the proper name for them. Axe or hatchets with one side and with a flat head um, used as a hammer. Yeah, the, Nor Nor the Norse uh, Norse mythology, uh, I think a lot of the house girls, they used ha axes with or hatchets with the one side as a hammer. So they can construct and build stuff. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, a whistle. Whistles are great. Especially if you're in the wild. Same with a mirror too. A compass. A signal mirror. Oh, they already said signal mirror. Tarp. When you're going uh, backpacking, tarps are freaking amazing, man. I love tarps. I pack a few of those. Bungee cords. Um, surgical scissors. Toolkit. Toolkit, like... Flathead, Phillips, um, linesmen's are good, needle nose, dykes, dykes can go a long way. Um, I would also even get like, I don't know, 
I, li- I like using uh, copper wire, you know, since I'm an electrician. I just use copper wire and I pack a, a bundle of it when I'm going places because it's really useful. Plus, it's scrap wire anyways. Why not? Um, garbage bags for sanitation. I think I already said that earlier. Games for kids. Bring, like, Uno or, you know, the King, Queen, Jack cards. Um, ooh, there's a good game called Coup. It's a good lying game. We should get Coup. It's in a small little box, too. You can play it. Um, <laughs> Settler's Catan. You can always need Settler's Catan. Yeah, bring Settler's Catan for your emergency. So you could slay your family members in a game of Catan. Uh, okay, personal supplies and medication. Uh, first aid kit. Um, neosporin and antibacterial ointment. Personal hygiene kits. So personal hygiene, like get deodorant, get a, a shaver, or... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, shaver for one for for men on your face. So if you're needing to wear a gas mask, if for some reason gas is used on the public or uh so shaving is very important. This is the reason why Gillette kicked off in during the uh, First World War is the aftershave or the five o'clock shadow type of thing. You know, any type of little opening inside your mask will potentially kill you if you let any type of gas in you will potentially die or suffer um a lot so shaving is very important um uh chapstick chapstick can i guess you could use that as a candle too um toilet paper toilet paper yeah remember the 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 rager for covid Best wedding gift you can get is um, freaking toilet paper and hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer is another good one. Um, medications, we haven't seen. What does this say? I can't pronounce this word. Acetaminophorin, whatever that is. Ibuprofen. Ibuprofen's a good one. Um, ibuprofen, um, I don't know. I'm not a woman, but ibuprofen's good when you have your period. So, oh yeah, for women, uh, you know, tampons and. And uh, pads, they're also good if you have a bloody nose, from my understanding. Uh, Sunscreen. Uh, Toothbrush and toothpaste for each family member. Get the big bottle. Body wash and soap. Bars of soap. Uh, Lotion's good. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of lotion and sunscreen, you probably want to get aloe vera or aloe aloe gel for um, if you get severe sunburns. Uh, shampoo, uh, comb and a brush, mosquito repellent, uh, baby wipes, hand sanitizer. I already said that. Sanitation kit. Uh, from my understanding, people like baby wipes, um, or just any type of sanitation wipes when they're adventuring. Cause if you, if you're like, I guess backpacking, I guess that's how you clean yourself. Um, from my understanding, I haven't done that, but. I know some people, when we go camp, actually, just kidding. When I went camping, I we got really dirty, used wipes to wipe off all the dust and dirt. Um, another thing, fun fact, I guess, and I think it's something you could pack for food, too. But for women, um, I recommend, and I'm a man, so you don't have to take my word for it. But 
many women have told me that the pickle juice really helps with your cramps. And um, I mean, it sounds gross, but if you could apply it, it's a citric. So if you could apply it to uh, your foods, some pickle juice acid. Um, yeah, it just helps with cramps. Eat pickles. Um, personal documents and money. Place these items in a waterproof canister or bag. I like to double bag it. Uh, legal documents, birth, marriage, certificates, uh, wills, passports, and contracts. Vac <laughs> vaccination papers. Where's your papers? Hand me your papers. Oh, vaccination papers. Anyways, no comment on that. Insurance policies, credit card, prepaid phone cards, cash, smaller than bills and ones. Some places don't take $100 bills, so consider that. Okay, um, pet supplies, pet food supplies for each pet, leashes for the pet, don't want your dog going to bite somebody and give it rabies or something. Okay, next page. We're almost done here, by the way. Thanks for uh, your patience and listening to me here. First aid kit, suggested supplies. Um, this list is not exhaust, uh, I can't pronounce that word, <sighs> exhaustive and should serve as a starting point for, to construct your own kit for each family's needs to consider personal needs when constructing a first aid kit for their home. Quantities given and suggestions should be modified according to their size of your family and also consider having additional in each of your vehicles and 72 emergency hour kits. The key to a good first aid kit is usability and uh, remember it is always better to have something and not not to need it and or something that you don't have pretty much uh, sterile adhesive bandages in assorted sizes butterfly bandages two inch sterile gauze pads four to six four inch sterile gauze pads four to six hypoallergenic hypoallergenic adhesive tape 40-inch triangular bandages, three rolls. No, that's 40 feet, not 40 inches. Two inches of sterile roller bandages, three rolls. Three-inch sterile roller bandages, three rolls. Scissors and tweezers, razor blades, EpiPen if allergic to bee stings, sewing needles, uh, moistened towelettes, antiseptic soaps, antiseptic solutions, iodine compounds, neosporin and generic equivalent, ther thermometer, flashlight and batteries, tongue depressors, I don't know what a tongue depressor is, that's interesting, tube and petroleum jelly, Vaseline or lubricant, Safety pins in assorted sizes. Cleaning agents, soaps. Latex and non-latex gloves. Two, pa two pairs of each of them. Get more than that. My suggestion, get more than two pairs of latex gloves. Because once you use it, it's just, it's just a pain to get it back on. Um, unless you take it off properly. Sunscreen, already said that. Insect repellent, already said that. Uh... Bug spray is actually uh, getting uh, bug killer stuff. Oh, wait. 
No, that's like a camping thing. I don't know. <sighs> How do I pronounce this one? Caladryl? Caladryl? Caladryl or genetic generic equivalent? I don't know what that is. We could find out, but we'll keep reading this. But First aid manual. So uh, at Smith & Edwards, and I think they sell it at the Army-Navy store, they have first aid military um, uh, booklets. You can find it in the surplus section. Army-Navy store is pretty much all surplus, but you can just ask them, and they'll, they'll lead you the way. Um, where were we? Personal medications, we already said that. Um, aspirin, 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 aspirin and other pain relievers such as ibuprofen, uh, acetaminophen, and acetaminophen. Anti-diarrhea medication, laxatives. Uh, laxatives is a good thing. Um, especially if you're eating a lot of uh, canned food or MREs or any preserved food. Um, all of it's just going to just make you constipated. Um, rubbing alcohol. Rubbing alcohol is awesome. A hand sanitizer is also awesome too. Um, rubbing alcohol is good for sterilization when it comes to your tweezers or tools that you're using. I like to both wash it with water and... Um, Sterilize it. Cotton balls. Heavy string. Uh, they One thing that's not on this list here that I... Maybe it is, and it's just um, worded differently, but tourniquet. Tourniquet kits. Um, good stuff to even carry on your plate carrier, too. Um, Band-aids. I think... I don't know if they said that here. Uh, Band-aids are good. Um, in electrical, uh, pretty much our band-aids are, uh, electric tape. If we have a wound, we just wrap it around, call it a day. And, uh, you know, this, I'm not reading this just because I'm scared or anything, but something's coming. And that's not me just being a fear monger, but something's coming, man. You either, we either have a... The upcoming, we're going to be going to war with another nation. It's going to happen. Whether it's like another proxy or it's a full frontal thing. But whether, if that's the case, there are other forces at work besides nations that want to cause chaos and cause us to struggle and make the lower ca lower class or the middle class pay with it with our blood and with to enslave us in some form of way the more of our rights being taken away the more of our freedoms the suppression of our guns the suppression of our speech and the promotion of propaganda and bullshit I stay away from the news because all I hear is propaganda and fear-mongering and looming of war telling you how bad this politician is, telling you how bad this is, how many crime rates are happening and all this. You know, it's it's toxic. Might be legit, but I'm good. 
I'd rather, like, you have two ways of looking at it. Do you want to just be oblivious and kind of roll over and be happy? I mean, sometimes I just want to go home and watch Netflix. Totally get it. I want to go home and play video games after I had a had a day of work. I don't I don't care. That's what really generally happens, anyways. Oh, good, another bad thing is happening. UK. I wake up at breakfast, go to work, come back home, have a dinner, relax, fall asleep, do it again. Pay my taxes. Pay my taxes. That's all they care about. Seems like suppression of suppression of us and pay our pay our will and get us into wars. For the expansion of empire, it's oh, whatever, and I just want to be happy and live my life. Go on a beach, and you know, do my own thing. Do your own thing. You know that it's just and help one another, like the people of Maui, like. Well, like, Haiti was a thing, too. Like, help the people of Haiti. Help the people who suffered the floods and hurricanes in the eastern states or in the northern states. Like, humanitarian projects. Like, think about it and reach out. And, like, there are organizations that we want to tear apart that have a lot of money for some reason. Whether it's a tax exemption, a tax exempted by religious or, um, by religion, or... It's a charity. You, I mean, it's all about perspective. It really is. In everything that you look at, it's all about perspective. You can look at it this way, or you can take a step out of yourself and look at it in a different way, and hopefully in a better way, in a lighter, in a in a lighter sense. Um, I'm just saying. All, all this being said, there's so much bad out there that you can only live in fear for so long. But you can always be ready to fight, to survive, and to win. And if not to win, it's to make sure that other people get to survive and for the next generation to continue on to fight another day.